everything sucks. Everyone, it is that time again. Uh, here to talk to you, the League Manager Podcast. We are back after a bye because uh, we had, you know, one of our one of our heroes was down uh, for a week. Uh, I don't know if that stopped him from, uh, from from winning his his game though. I'm trying to go back into the scoreboard. I kind of blacked it out didn't. after. It did after. not. You did not. did not. Okay. It did, did not. not. See, I blacked out after I, you know, just decided to choke away everything again. Yeah. Oof. Uh, you know, well, it's a, I basically had a, a Michael Jordan flu game. You know, we oh, were, that, uh, you know he won we that game, though. Over, uh, he, he did, as did I. As did I. <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, we do things different in Memphis than they do in Virginia. That's all oh, I can say. Oh, man. Uh, do you... <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. I was going to ask you if you were, but it's obvious to me that you are right now. Uh, do you know how much this sucks that I have to come back, okay, after dropping two of the most important games of the season from New York to just go into the podcast where you have, what, a th- two, three-game two-game lead on me having to face you again this week? <laughs> This is the worst. Like, I don't even know why I'm here right now. I should have called out. I haven't called off a of work yet. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, it's good, man. Uh, timing is everything. It's and, not, it's uh, not my good. T- my team is uh, is rounding out at the right time. We're doing big things right uh, now. It looks like you are kind of running away with it. But, you know, I would not say that you've locked it in yet. Oh, uh, not at all. Not I, at all. You know, we're... We're in week 11 now, and, uh, you know, I don't think any team has locked it up yet. I mean, in theory, I know that Jacob was telling me that he, he saw something that, like, his his team had locked up a playoff spot, but that isn't even true. Um, I don't know what yeah, – I don't, I don't believe that's true. Yeah, because I looked at it because I was going to congratulate him, but I was like, no, I mean, you're – you could, in theory, like, not make the playoffs. In theory, and he's, he's eight And he's 8-2 and now. Did he lose last week? He did. I, he lost last week, man. Wow, that is – so they – Montreal, you know, kicking them, man. But they, they did not start Mahomes, so I guess they did not have the leader that they had. So I'm not going to go in too hard on uh, on, on, on Jacob there. Uh, and, you know, we don't – we can just kind of recap some of the stuff that happened uh, last week if we must because I'm sure that you're excited hanging 171 uh, on Stafford, looking really strong. Um, you know, is there, is there anything you got to say about this momentum that you've, that you've picked up here? Is there anything that you've been doing kind of special? Is it like a waiver wire thing? Is it just everyone's clicking at the right time? Uh, you know, what, what is your kind of game plan going, going forward? How do you foresee the rest of your season going? Well, I, th- I think my team's been pretty consistent all season. Um, so I'm definitely glad to see them at a seven to three at this point. Uh, and of course the top of the South is always awesome. Um, you know, I got, a couple of my guys that I expected to play well had been playing well. Um, a couple savvy pickups on the waiver wire. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the team's just playing good, but I'm, I am beatable, so I'm definitely not flying overly high. Um, and I got some tough games ahead of me. You know, the question for years was, what would Memphis be like with a quarterback? <laughs> and I'm kind of pissing my pants right now. I'm going to be honest. Uh, it looks like you have an actually complete team. You always had the defense. You've always had those stars sprinkled in, but you never had the general uh, behind, uh, you know, the line to to really orchestrate, you know, the the perfect game plan. And I, you know, I say that as as if you were not a guy who's been in the final twice already. 
Um, correct me if it's actually been three times. It seems like there was like was a period. Twice. Was twice. Yeah, yeah, you were there for for a while there. Um, but now you got C.J. Stroud. It looks like you know South is uh, leaning your way. But you know, again, we got this week. I got Tyreek Hill back. Um, I would say that yeah, man, my game. I, there's nothing good I could really say about my game. I mean, it looks like my tight ends uh, Kittle's coming back around. Uh, Bosa, you know, we're forced to start him this week, which I'm happy about. Uh, I think that we're, I'm really excited to start him this week. Um, but, but one thing that I really wanted to talk about, um, just concerning last week before we get into, into next week is, uh, the Philadelphia death yeah. 184.163.7. Dude, they're six and four. They're six and four. That whole, that whole freaking division. Have you ever, can you think of a division that has been, as competitive as this one has been, I mean, ours has been competitive, but I'm talking like the team, every team in the division is like just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. You know, when you got a powerhouse like Detroit, you know, in the basement of, of a division, you got problems because he, you know, he's got a championship under his belt. Um, yeah. You know, Philadelphia death have come alive. <laughs> as ironic as that sounds. <laughs> Um, they've been like putting up a lot there. of points consistently. Um, and honestly, uh, Jacob needs to give them a lot of uh, love because um, they saved him. They saved yeah. him from Florida, yeah. uh, from Florida making him pay for losing. Yeah, absolutely. I I would agree with that. I mean, what do you think the what is what is charged up the death here? Is it quarterback play again? It looks like Jared Goff is starting to pick it back up. Or I mean, he does have some. I know that he picked up like Cam Jordan. He's got some. You got Jordan Hicks, you know, a lot of I'm kicking myself because these people were on my team uh, the, at the start of the season. But do you think he's figuring out the defense? You think the, the rookies are learning how to play together? Is it Jared Goff is kind of coming out of his shell? Like, what do you what do you think it is um, now? Keep in mind, Florida is kind of they're in a tough spot right now because they got Taylor Heineke and uh, they Kirk Cousins and Anthony Richardson both fell this year. Um, so what do you, what do you see here uh, from Philadelphia death side? I'm not going to say that it was like a fluke because they still hung 184. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, to me, this was the most interesting game last week because Florida, despite having injuries at very tough places, they still scored 163. They're still seven and three and very much in it. Uh, but the death are just they're just coming out of nowhere. So I just wanted you to speak to what you think the death are doing differently. And uh, what the Florida Airbnb Bulldogs should should be do- like, what would you be doing? Because it looks like the team's still there, but their quarterback play is way up in the air and just like a, now a huge liability. Yeah, I mean, uh, t- to your first point, I think that the Dutch defense is still mediocre. Um, I think he has a couple guys that have been playing a little bit above their means, but his entire offense is balling. Um He's averaging a guy that has a 30-point game and a 20-point game on his offense every week, and that's tough to compete against. Um, you know, so he's got a couple guys that just have big game potential, uh, and when he's firing, he's firing. Um, so I think that's a lot what's going on with the with the death. Um, in regards to Florida, um, I don't think it's time to sound any alarms. Um, yeah, he's got a question at quarterback, but the, the option he's gone with um, has big play potential. Um, and you know he's got he's got Russell on the bench who is playing well enough that he might be able to you know right now that he might be able to get away with using him if he chose. 
Well, he's um, got, currently got him started. He's currently got him started for his uh, matchup this week. For this week, yeah. So I'm not looking. Yeah. So I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he's gotten three good weeks out of him, and you know, if you have a little bit of a question mark, why not give Dangerous the point, the uh, old Broncos country the, <laughs> Broncos. the chance. You know, I would, I would make fun of that, but I don't know what, what the heck's going on with that. It's like, it's weird. It's like, they're just, they get it done, but you don't know why. But that's in another universe. We're going to keep talking about this one real quick. So, like, <laughs> start, currently starting Russell Wilson. Look at this matchup for this week. Florida Airbnb Bulldogs, Dublin Kraken have not sent the poll out yet because I have not been um, doing, uh, I, I've been traveling. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, by the end of the night, it should be out. By the time, you know, people are listening to this, it should be up. Uh this to me is the obvious game of the week. I'm not trying to sway anyone's decision, but dude, you got which one? Look, uh, Dublin Kraken versus Florida. Oh, absolutely. look! Look at this! Look at this! Dublin Kraken eight and two, Florida Airbnb Bulldogs seven and three. Okay, they're starting Russell Wilson. Dublin Kraken is going full flavor. Like you're getting the entire team. ESPN still has Florida winning this by a, a ten percentage point differential. So intriguing this entire matchup. I want you to speak to like what what you think about this matchup, of course, but like also what do you think ESPN's thinking here? Because I'm looking at two teams, right, and I'm saying, yeah, like Florida stacked up and down, but also Dublin Kraken. I mean, he he Jacob makes sure that every time I'm at work, he tells me that his defense, like every single person, every single position, is like a single digit, you know, starter. Plus, he's got the team that he's got and is starting Patrick Mahomes, but ESPN looks like they are selling the Kraken hard right now. Yeah, the the point I think you're overlooking is he's got Alexander Madison on the flex with zero ball. Um, So that's where – otherwise, it's a pretty even matchup. Um, Even the wins – if you look at just the checkmark advantages, it's only a couple points on either side usually. So this is – whoever he decides to plug into the flex – um, I think is going to even this out um, a, a lot. So I don't yeah. think it's uh, – I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, that could probably be it. Now, when you look at these two teams, I mean, um, do you think that the Kraken are going to – is this a revenge game for the Kraken? you think the Kraken – or do you think the Kraken are kind of flinching right now? You think they kind of like – you know, like you're watching an MMA fight and you see the guy kind of got – you know, kind of got rung a little bit. Um, how do you think Dublin's going to respond after losing a really important game um, – you know, going up against Florida, who I guess they, uh, you know, they they might be out for revenge as well. Like, which team do you think is going to take is once this game more? You think are going to be fighting harder? I think that's going to be the tail of the tape, man. Um, that's the interesting part. We've not seen outside of one game the Kraken have not lost, so we don't know what happens when they lose. We don't know how they bounce back. Um, I know they got their work cut out for them because they got a seven and three Florida Airbnb Bulldogs on their heels, ready to take a chomp out of them and take a start to take a hold of that uh, of that division because they also you know th- it's huge because look at this dude he's got Florida then Philly then Florida again and then Detroit so um, oh the we're, crack we're is that the, is that really out. the Kraken's lineup out. yeah we're about to find holy jeez holy man they've got nothing but divisional just. I mean, they've been on a divisional just warpath, um, and it's interesting to see how this is going to end out for them. Dude, how – that's what so he is I definitely love not a lock for anything because dude, he's got a gauntlet ahead of him. Dude, I love this league so much, and one reason for that is because the Kraken have absolutely been murdering the entire season. 
Like mm-hmm. they have, they've just been win after win after win, obvious looking like this team is crazy, unstoppable. And then this happens by week 11. And we're talking about how like they could just lose everything pretty much. Right. Like they, they, they are not a lock at all. And they've been dominant the entire season. How competitive is this league, man? It's, it's insane. You know, you think about the perceived juggernaut, like you mentioned from honestly week five on really. Um, it's, it's crazy to think what, what, what this real playoff picture could look like. Yeah, and you know, kudos to Steve for putting together a team that is so competitive, and Bill for not giving up. You know, and uh, that's why you always got to fight in this season. That's what gives my Schnauzers some hope. You know, but uh, to me, this is yeah. the obvious game of the week. I think that the um, I'm looking at this, and you know, the, the point of this podcast isn't really to like pick a winner, but like you know, I, I am. I don't think I could pick either way, uh, even if I you know needed to. But I think I might have to based off of how I think the game of the week video is going to uh, shake out. Um, but you know, I, I think it, it just kind of feels like to me that Florida has the momentum here because they've been playing behind the Kraken the entire time. And I think the Kraken are not necessarily used to right now making the adjustments. Maybe Jacob starts doubting himself, but, uh, I could also see the Kraken just bouncing back because every time, you know, you, you sell Jacob, he just, he just comes back a lot meaner, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the team that beat the Kraken last week, that was Montreal, correct? Yep. Blues Montreal. Yeah, going up against the Stafford Knights this season. Wow, I, I did not see Stafford dropping to three and seven. What do you think's going on there, man? Is it because Bijan did Bijan just take a slide or what's going on with this team? Because I thought this team was very well constructed. Um and it looks like the Mounties are just kind of they're they're turning on. Like we know that they that they could. The Mounties are kind of like that that car that engine that like, you know, takes a few pulls of the of the of the string to just kind of get it going um you know but what has gone on with Stafford man I think uh Stafford just ran out of some juice yeah um he, he's got some good bones he's got a lot of good players to work to work around um but I also think it's it's clearly taken a little bit of time to gel mm-hmm. um and you know looking at his uh his roster it's like he he's consistently playing two tight ends um, oh, when it's hard to okay. find one viable option to use, um, so he's obviously got some um, some depth issues that he needs to to work on over the off season. A, yeah, that's a good um, point there. But but again, it's it's up in the air. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of solid talent on the on the roster. He's had a couple games that just didn't shake out in his favor, unfortunately. So, you know, he's three and seven in actuality, but he could definitely be a five and you know five and five and right in the mix of his division. Um, but you know it's fantasy, man. That's that's how it rolls out sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of five and five, here comes Jamie again, and I just love how this, uh, you know, this is the a tale as old as time. You know, Jamie going up against, you know, Montreal. Do you think that Montreal is kind of getting the wind in their sails? I'll let you know what their uh, what their schedule is is like in a second. Let me just go ahead and uh, pull up the uh, Montreal Mountie schedule. Currently, they have uh, so they have. Pittsburgh after so after the Knights they got Pittsburgh and then Waldorf in a back to back, and then for the Boston Braves currently they have to go up against Walt they got Waldorf this week, then they got Virginia Knights and Death. Do you think that there is any? Do you think that um, Montreal has gotten you know the wind in their sails enough to where you would say that this division is theirs to lose at this point, or is you think that Jamie's gonna kind of you know? 
come from behind and 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 take it from him. Uh, based on uh, strength of schedule, I think it's I think it's definitely a Montreal's division to lose. Um, yeah, you know, he's I think so too. he's lost some really tough ones. He's had a weird season as far as you know, you know his record success. But obviously, he's still atop the the was it the North Division. You know, yeah. he's still atop there with you know Jamie on his heels, but. Um, yeah, with, with the two games on uh, with Waldorf, I think that's just going to help Montreal kind of secure that division. Yeah, it's kind of how it feels like to me. Now, do you think that Stafford gives them a, gives them any problems this week? Do you see anything where you're like, oh, man, like Stafford, that's a that's a trap there? Like, what are you thinking there? I mean, Stafford definitely can. You know, me and Stafford's game came down to the end. You know, I had a couple big performances out of guys that I only could hope that they would um, and able to beat them. So it's like, you know, Stafford is still a good team. You know, his record isn't shaking out that way. But you look at that roster, again, it is a, a really well-constructed team, like you mentioned. Um, and Montreal only won by uh, scoring 130 points. So it's like Montreal's shown that they can be beat based on that score. So it would be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, and if definitely. Waldorf can even take one of those games against them and just to play spoiler, um, that would just kind of be um, a funny little storyline. Yeah, and that's a great segue into my next uh, into our next matchup, which I zero and ten. Did you ever think we'd ever see an zero and ten team? I don't know what's happening. Like I, it's like the the stars have to kind of align for this to happen, right? Like what? What is? Uh, I'll just go ahead and ask the question: Does Waldorf win a game this season? Um, um, um without looking at the schedule, no. Um, but let me look at the schedule. Yeah, let's take a look at the Detroit Walters. Mounties Mounties now. No. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, man. Uh, and know, Boston this nothing... week. Boston this week. Yeah, so I mean, just start thinking about who you grab in number one. Um, Do you okay, Kogar, Kogar, Is it no? It, are we gonna have a team that doesn't win a game? That has never happened. Whole decade we've been doing this, and we've had some pretty bad GMs, a lot worse than, you yeah. know, our man Tsunami Johnson over here, okay? Like, we've had some terrible GMs, right? Come and go. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get an 0-14 team? Dude, in, in another league, I'm 1-9. and um, So when you have a bad draft, that really makes it tough, man. Um. So coming back to this universe, you know, I just don't think he had a good draft. You know, yeah. unfortunately, we've, you know, we've already addressed the obvious issue, um, which I think he's done a fantastic job at addressing as well. So this is not a knock against him or his abilities or whether he, you know, has a spot. You know, he definitely has a spot. He's earned the right mm-hmm. to at least play more because he sat here to take a beat in his first year. Um this is a tough league to get your first crack at things, um, and he's he got punched in the face. Um, but I definitely think he's a he's a hard no, hard nosed Baltimore guy. Um, you know, the, the, he's gonna have them Waldorf Sea Kings fighting, um, and I'm anxious to see what he does with either his pick, what he, whether he trades, or you know, I'm anxious to see what he does in the off season because um, I think he's gonna be looking to make a splash at somewhere. Do you think that uh, this is a this is a team where you would hold on to the number one, or at if they go zero and fourteen or at zero and ten? There's just so many like. Do you think there's so many issues to where he would have to trade away that number one pick for pieces and a one or, or something like that? How would you 
manage this team if it goes 0 and 14, 0 and 10, you know, what I I I don't I just don't think they'll go 0 and 14. There's no way, right? Like that's almost statistically not possible. To go 0 and 14 when you're trying when you have a team that's as talented as his. Yeah, but statistically almost impossible means that it's still statistically possible. Um, and I think it's absolutely going to happen. Um, he's got some tough guys. I think the couple games he could have won, he didn't. Um, he's just it's it's tough. He's he's had he's had again he's had a tough season, um, but he can definitely make good moves. Um, he's got some good talent that I I think he can get parts for. Uh, I'm interested in Pacheco. Come come talk to me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it it's it's going to be fun to see what what he does in the future. Um, I never believe that you have to trade away your first pick, you know, just because you, you know, went last team in the, in the, in the, or, you know, in the league or didn't win a game at all. Like it's irrelevant. Like build a team, how you want to build it, learn from your mistakes, learn from others. um, And just, yeah, he'll figure it out. Yeah. I think he will figure it out. Definitely. You know, with the draft and stuff, he knows kind of what it, takes at this point but yeah i do and i'm looking at jamie's team and i don't even think he's got anyone like on on serious buy that's going to be an issue i i, I don't see the sea kings winning this one either but i just it, it i just i have a hard time believing that a team could go on 14 unless 14. i mean here's the only thing and i'm and this is actually played against jamie ever since he said it Mm-hmm. Jamie believes very hardcore in the law of averages and splitting this. <laughs> yeah. So if he is going to win a game, this is the game he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Because Jamie did it with Montreal after he talked about it on, on this podcast. And he went and split. And he did it with somebody else. So he, he's definitely embracing his team embraces that mentality. Um, so he's put 224. So he might put 124 this week. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, he he had a fun to see. He was the highest scoring team last week, correct? He went nuts. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what our record in the league is. It might have been like two thirty or something like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll have to consult Jamie for that because he's the yeah, one. He I scored, think he scored two twenty four on uh, on Waldorf. Wow. So yeah. on that, let's let's take word from our sponsors. You know, anti bullying dot org. It's a big deal these days. Um, you know, we don't support that in this league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the arms of the angels. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Hey, good luck there, you know, Tsunami Johnson. Good good luck there, Devin. I am I like good, I, I, I am rooting it. yeah, I, I'm rooting for a win for Waldorf. You know, we used to give away golden plungers. You know, you go on fourteen, I will paint an entire toilet bowl gold. I got one. And, and ship it to you. You have a gold toilet bowl? A gold plunger. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, right. You, 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 wow, there you I go. Maybe we should bring that tradition back in Legion 2.0. It just takes a lot of time to make those things, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and people are, I'm like outside, and people are like, why are you painting the plungers? Like, you know, it's football things. <laughs> anyway. Golden rake. That way you can yeah. kind of just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said golden rake. There we go. Um, okay, well, we got. I I hate that I gave Pittsburgh life. So I guess we got to talk about them potentially yeah, coming yeah, into the division again. Loud and Jack Rabbits. Because what, exactly what I talked about happening is happening. Mm. I told you this, bro. I we sat here and I told you that we cannot overlook Pittsburgh because they are putting on points fast and they're beating everybody. Mm-hmm. And they had all of us in this 
them them playing the way they are, I'm I'm not scared, but I'm scared. Like that team is tough. They were a and two they, team. They absolutely have the have the potential to spoil everything for the whole division. Yeah, and I hate it. They were like two wins three weeks ago. What the heck happened? And he's starting Geno Smith. I lost to yeah. Geno Smith. Hey, hey, Geno Smith, West Virginia boy. You know they learn good yeah. football out there. Uh, but their quarterbacks don't usually do anything, man. Like you know, Pat White. Anyway, so like what? Uh... Oh, Pat White. Let's put Pat White today's NFL. And I would love to see what my, what my guy could do now. Yeah, well, he was that, before I, his time. I did like him a lot, you know. But we got Josh yeah, he Allen. I mean, he didn't have the good pro career of Tim Tebow. I understand. No, okay, that. hold on, hold on. Let's, but, we're uh, gonna, we're going to talk about. It. We're gonna we're gonna jump universes here for a second, okay? You're telling me that Pat White was not set up for success around the time the Dolphins were crushing people with a wildcat? No, not I that mean, was the best team he could have gone to for the type of player he was because right, he could right. actually throw freak, it. And he had, that was a freak package that they put in once in a while. That was not the full offenses that they run now. He had Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams coming off of the wildcat. You know, a lot of teams still didn't really, you know, have the tape for it. Cause that's the issue with the wildcat. Like once, once you have tape on these like pure scrambling quarterbacks and the Wildcat, as much as those two things are like my favorite things in football, right? Like, yes, I am all in on like, I wish the Wildcat were like always viable and I want to see a quarterback be essentially a running back. That's like my favorite thing in the world. But once you have tape on it, it's, it's you know, you, you got it. So Pat White, you, you think that Pat White was not set up for success? No. <laughs> I want to see Pat White on today's Miami Dolphins team. Yeah. Ooh. But, I mean, I Ooh. I feel like you could score at least two touchdowns as you are now, like, you know, not, not training for the NFL or whatever with Tyreek Hill on your team. Probably. And Waddle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, just throw it in their direction. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, yeah. Like, insert, I mean, even Mac Jones, who is uh, trash, Jacob – uh, could could probably be successful Tyreek Hill, but you know, we'll see. I'm I'm happy that no, I, I, don't even, too. I don't even think Tyreek could save Mac. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm man. I'm I don't getting know two about Jones. That, that, All of you said that I was out of my mind that he would never make the play, win a playoff game, starting, and I still believe I thought, that. I thought she thought about this exact statement watching the game on. Well, on Sunday morning, I was like, "This guy's bad." No, he's bad. I, him and this Bryce Young, bad. dude, like you know, they they were, you know, they, they people say he just doesn't look like a quarterback, man. He does not look like a starting quarterback in the NFL. He I don't think like, Bryce Young had still to be all right. No, Bryce. Yeah. So his problem. So Mac. So okay, I'll tell you what my problems were with both of them. Mac Jones looked like a frat boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. and like you're just not gonna win in the looking like a frat frat boy in his Mac. Yeah, you anyway. Bryce Young <laughs> could not win with a Alabama team. Okay, he couldn't win with an Alabama team with the depth yeah. they had. Like he couldn't win anything meaningful. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't I don't believe in this guy. And then I saw C.J. Stroud who almost beat Georgia, you know, the Ohio State, and I'm just like, yeah, he's he's the best quarterback in the draft, and I was right. Jacob. So, you know, anyway, let's get back to this universe. We're back. We're back. Okay. So Josh <laughs> Allen, uh, you know, frustrating. He's the on the trade block. Yeah. Do you Josh think Allen's he's on the okay. trade block? Do you think Andy's, do you think Andy's really willing to sell? 
I think if he gets the right offer, I think okay, these these are the quarter these we'll are the about. these are the quarterbacks in our division, right? Murderers Row. We got Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud, Josh Allen, and and Geno Smith and and that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you okay? If you're Loudon, if you're Loudon, okay, you're three and seven. Like man, he was he was high on his horse midway through the season, right? Feeling great about his team. What is happening there? And do you think he's serious about trading Josh Allen? And do you think Josh Allen is even the the, the biggest liability on his team? Are they too? And by that, I, I don't necessarily mean he's bad. I'm just saying, like, do you think that they they lean way too heavily on Josh Allen and he cannot get it done for these Jack? I think, I think, I think he's got a young guy on the bench that he can absolutely plug in if he gets a good offer for Josh Allen. So I think he listened to, to what we talked about a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, I mean, if someone offers you one heck of a package for the number one quarterback, yeah, bro, I mean, you sell them. You got a, you got a, a beast on your bench that you can absolutely use for for seasons to come. I'm trying to think the worst team, and by that I mean like the best option, the worst team Josh Allen could go to, and I'm going to say this out loud because I don't think he's going to actually listen to this podcast. Imagine Josh Allen on the Airbnb Bulldogs. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nasty. <laughs> He's so nasty. Like that's <laughs> the that that's like the uh, like if if Steve could pull that off, like oof, oof, my god. But you know, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Is, what's scary is he's got the depth on his roster to be able to pull something off like that. He's scoring hundred and sixty some points with with store brand quarterback insert name here. That's what he's doing. Like he he does not have a quarterback on his team, and he's still like he could win the division with the Kraken in it. Hey. Good job. You know, so you know we'll we'll see we'll see if Steve <laughs> been, will you've actually been flying at the high. The, you've been flying high on the ranks since the beginning of the season, Florida. So I mean, you're just proving why, um, you know, you you had so much clout on them from the get go. Yeah, if I was Florida, I'd be like, look, I'll give you two, three number ones for Josh Allen. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that trade right now. I would say Waldorf should like make a play for him, but like, no, nah, he's not leaving Lamar at all. No, no way. No way. Yeah, I mean, plus, I mean, Lamar's he's had a couple of bad games, but Lamar's capable of putting up big points at any time. Um, so if that's your guy, I mean, you, you keep him. I wouldn't get rid of him. So do you think that Loudon can win this game and make the South go down to the last game of the season again? You see these point projections? <laughs> One step. Okay, why? What? What is going on with the Jackrabbit? What is happening with the Jackrabbit? What? So what's the big? Why do they hate him so much? Is he, is he starting people on buy? They're missing something, bro. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's allegedly uh, the year of the rabbit. But this is not looking like buy he hasn't taken out. He, yeah, he's missing a flex. He's missing missing a wide receiver. Um, but no, dude, I don't see anything changing for Loudon. Um, you look at Pittsburgh's team in. Some of the names of his guys aren't the sexiest, but the way they're playing is, and it's like he's he's a problem. As I've not, I've been, I've had my eyes on Pittsburgh for a few weeks now. Um, so again, Pierre, whoever drafted that team, man, I really care <laughs> because, um, he he drafted you a good one. Oh man! Oh, and and see, this is what's going to be funny because, like, you know, I don't know if Pierre listens to you saying all this stuff, but you guys got a double header at the end of the season. That's what I'm saying, man. I've, I've it's it's gonna come down to the wire. So if Pierre well. wins one of his games, and you know I come around and I beat you this week, like I'm I'm thinking I am, right? Like 
you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a wild. Uh, the last three weeks of this of this season going to be wild, man. Well, especially because I mean, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but Pittsburgh should be getting Justin Fields back. Oh yeah, do you think that they're going to start him over Geno? I don't know. I feel like he could. I don't. I don't say that he should or would. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. He didn't. Yeah. You know, Justin Fields didn't look very good when he left. Yeah, I don't know what's man. Justin Fields, man, he looks like he's someone who could be a good quarterback on the on the perfect team. But we'll see what happens, you know. But maybe maybe something you will know something about is your matchup. How are you feeling about your matchup there, Kogar? Against you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got uh, a couple weeks ago, so I'm feeling good about. Currently, uh, um, ES- currently ESPN projecting this 52% in favor of you. Uh, but I think that, you know, I'm going to – my linebacker core has been so sus and there is nothing on the wire, man. And so, like, you know, I feel very vulnerable going into this week. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't think I'm going to let you sweep me for the first time. I don't know if I've ever been swept by you. I could be wrong there. But I don't think you've ever <laughs> swept me. And so I can't let that happen. I don't so, so. And so I need to go six and five, you know, put you at six and four and then have you run through Pierre through Philadelphia. Uh, so, you know – I'm happy to get Tyreek back. I'm happy to see that Jonathan Taylor's been playing like I think he can. I'm feeling good about Kittle and Bosa. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I still got to like see if there's some other adjustments uh, I can make. But I'm feeling pretty, you know, you got to CJ Stroud has been that dude. Uh, Derek Henry's still on your team. So, you know, I'm thinking that this is going to be another classic uh, between you and myself. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's going to be a slobber knocker as they say it is um, like a I said, two good knocker. teams going at it um I got, i'll get a kicker at some point and so my <laughs> points production will go up a little bit more also mm-hmm. um yeah you know my my goal is to uh you know per usual use a use a stout defense um to try to punch you in the mouth and then uh get some big plays out of my receivers and yeah. see if uh see if i can't can't cut derrick henry loose See, I just hate that. Like, I brought up the name of the one who won't be mentioned because even just bringing up his name got me the L, and I hate that. So we're not going to bring him up again. So yeah, um, well, I mean, don't worry, Justin Houston's there. Uh, he's always lurking. He is so, an apex predator for he's life. Always, he's always um, there. In, in you know, he's he's been mentoring uh, C.J. Stroud, which initially uh, I thought no. was strange. You know, a lot of people were like, <laughs> "Why is Justin Houston mentoring C.J. Stroud?" Um, so you know, I had to you know give him a little history lesson. Um, Virginia fans remember those, and uh, yeah, man, he's CJ Stroud balled out last time we played. And I'm looking for another 40 ball out of him this time. <laughs> and then Jacob's gonna be right there, be like, "Oh, yeah, completely plan this to like happen this way." And it's like, oh. <laughs> all right, well, you know, I, I I think it's gonna be a good game. I do not believe that it's gonna be. I, I think we're gonna score higher than 142 and 149.5 personally. Oh, I just know there's no Jonathan Taylor. I feel better. Oh crap. <sighs> No Jonathan Taylor in there. Yeah, we haven't this run through our it. we haven't run through our team yet because uh, you know again I just got back so. Ah. Who, who, who you gonna put in otherwise? Though I'm interested now. I think Look we're gonna have to take a, I think we have to take a bye next week for the, I'm gonna call up Jacob see if he can do the league manager podcast with you next week. <laughs> see if Jamie Jamie's doing anything next Wednesday. 
Oh man, because uh, the the only other running back you got on your roster got Zeke. 0.7 last week. We're gonna go Zeke. <laughs> no, go Zeke. Zeke's on by also. What? God dang it! You got Justice Hill, my guy. <laughs> oh, oh this. Maybe I'll just leave my kicker out. What's the point? Sucks. <laughs> All right, here's what we're gonna do. Right, your quarterback, my quarterback, we bench everyone else. <laughs> CJ Stroud versus Joe Burr. I'll take yeah, that one. Yeah, let's go. I'll let's, take that bet. Let's I'll take go. that fight. Let's go. You're going to, oh, wait. No, Arizona's, Arizona's quit. They're, they're quit. They're quitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Dude, this I'll sucks. You're going up against, you got CJ Stroud going against Air. Oh. This, <laughs> this week's going to suck. Look who Derek Henry's going against historically. Oh, my God. Jacksonville. Oh, my God. Oh, that's going to be fun. Did he already play Jacksonville this season? Keenan Allen, Sam, Sam Laporte. Like, yeah, last time he played are, Jacks. These guys are getting primed. It's going to be a fight, my guy. All right, well, we'll you know, let me get out the duct tape and the in the hot glue gun and see <laughs> what we can do here to patch this up. Uh, it sucks. So on that note, I'm going to go cry. Uh you know, thank you once again, Kogar, for being part of this, and uh, of good luck to all the teams not playing the Schnauzers this week. And the same to the Predators. <laughs> all right, see ya. <laughs>